Welcome to Regret Proof Your Life. I'm your host, Jesse G, here to help you start getting your shit together one simple change at a time. The more that you know, the easier it is to grow. So let's fucking go. This week, we'll be covering the often overwhelming and very confusing topic of drumroll spirituality. We're going to talk about the importance of spirituality in your own personal growth and journey. I will be sharing some of my own personal experience with it, and we'll definitely be talking some tips and strategies for exploring your own spirituality. So let's get into it. Spirituality is one of those things everybody's kind of got a different definition and whatever definition you end up with is your own, right? It's a huge topic and it's very personal and different to everyone. But the easiest way for me to break it down and explain it is it's it's a belief in a higher power other than or outside of yourself. And it's the notion of that connection or that connectedness and that all is one, one is all. Uh, that you're never going to be alone in this journey, that you're always connected to your creator or that source of creation, which you came from, regardless of what you call it, right? You can also harness this power of creation because it's part of you. Whether you say that that's God, the universe, creator, whatever. So we'll talk about that more in a little bit here. Um, In terms of why this is such an important topic as it pertains to personal growth is it's going to be nearly impossible or at the very least about a hundred times harder to go through this personal journey and this exploration, this transformative journey, if you have zero faith or belief in a higher power. And if you're putting all of that pressure of executing on and delivering on everything required along the way onto this one tiny, insignificant human being, you, that's just silly, right? When I say it like that, that just, that's hilarious. That's impossible, right? Uh, that's too much. No one can take all that pressure. Uh, it's easier to help and it's easier to offload some of your biggest pressures to the universe as something for it to handle as opposed to you. Um, and whatever you do, just find a name that works for you right off the bat. That was something that was really hard for me. I, everybody always talked about God and I'm certainly not a religious person. We'll talk about that in just a minute. And so that always turned me off and I was like, oh, fuck no. So I had to find something that worked for me. It's like the, you typically the universe is, is how I refer to that higher power, but refer to it however you want. God, creator, universe, source, source energy, Mother, I don't care. Just call it something. You're going to need this help and support. And this is worth it. All of that collab, collab energy. So my own personal experience with this all started at a very young age. I mean, I was never really brought up religious. We never went to church. I did go to church with my childhood friend and her family, but Nina just never like landed or resonated with me. And I never really believed in that. So as I got older, I, you know, in my teen years into my twenties became a very proud agnostic with zero belief in anything. I was 
this proud pessimist always expecting the worst. And I thought, honestly, like it was just stupid and a sign of weakness to believe in a higher power at that point in time. I was very against it and very close-minded until my therapist challenged me. So in the first episode, I shared a little bit about my own personal journey. And when I started therapy, I mean, I was a train wreck. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror in power pose. I could not do a body scan. I had no idea who I was, what I wanted in my life, what I valued, you name it. And so when I came to my therapist with all of this baggage, or I guess lack thereof, it was like an empty bag I needed to pack for the first fucking time. She challenged me about this and she essentially told me what I told you at the beginning of this episode, that it's going to be very hard to go on this journey if you have zero faith or belief in a higher power outside of yourself. So that was the first time I took it seriously because it was somebody I trusted and respected that told me that. And she offered me up a recommendation. She told me to read this Jen Sincero book. It is the yellow, you are a badass book. And it is the book that propelled me into this spiritual and personal growth journey. If you take anything away from this episode, go buy that book. It is incredible. And if you like this podcast, you'll like that book because the author, Jen Sincero, speaks and writes exactly how I speak. So if you're down with like the slang, the likes, the F-bombs, whatever, like just being honest and authentic, that book is going to be for you. It's a super easy read and it like rocked my socks off. It even had an entire appendix in the back of other books that she had read that had empowered her along her journey. And that's literally like how I found my top five books I've ever read. So anyways, that book had a chapter called The G Word, and it was exactly what we're talking about. It is finding a way to align and open yourself up to the concept of spirituality in a way that works for you, and it doesn't have to be called God, and it doesn't have to be associated with a religion. I know there's so many people out there that have religious trauma or that were forced to participate in religion while they were being raised, even though that is not what they wanted. And if that has happened to you and you're listening to this and experiencing some resistance, I can promise you this is nothing near the same thing. This is just straight up your own personal connection to essentially the energy that's going to help you raise your vibration and ultimately end up manifesting. So if you don't give a fuck about spirituality, but you want to manifest, you should start giving a fuck and you should start listening to this. So get that book, check that out. That'll really help you reframe. If you do not need a reframe at all and you're already dabbling in a spiritual journey and you're not exactly sure where to go next, um, something that worked really, really well for me was meditation. That was something very early in my journey that I started doing once I started seeing my therapist and I can open up my call map and show you that I straight up meditated for like 180 days straight. I took that shit so seriously. I did it every single morning. 
all you need to do is five or 10 minutes. You can use a guided meditation app like Calm or Headspace. You can even get free guided meditations all over the place on uh, YouTube. Literally for anything that you may be experiencing, just go and search for it and you will find it. That's going to help you really ground and start to build awareness and start to tap into that energy with that universe or that source creator energy. Something that I personally have started doing very recently, just within the last several weeks, is I have made an agreement with the universe that every single time I meditate, my resistance against the things that I desire that I do not yet have is completely gone. And so every time that I am meditating, everything that I desire and I'm working on manifesting is flowing directly to me at that point in time. And you know how it works. If I just believe this and I claim this and I say, and so it is, that's how it is. And so it fucking is. So literally like you can start to get creative with your meditations and whatnot too. But that's been one of the easiest ways for me to drop in, connect, recenter myself, kind of ground, focus, and also make myself available for any messages that I might need to receive from the universe or from any of my spirit guides or angels, you name it. That is something that you should be doing regularly if you are serious about your spiritual journey and cleanliness and if you're serious about growth. So just do it. This is the stuff that has led me to where we are today. So I'm still meditating regularly, almost every single day of the week. I do daily rituals to protect my home and energy. And I even have a permanent altar set up in my home. That sounded real weird. Permanent altar set up in my home since I jumbled it all the first time. Uh, but has my different elements on it in the proper directions that has my candle that has my energy clearing incense you name it but that's where i go each morning to either meditate or to do my rituals you name it um and so it can be a really fun little process setting up your altar in terms of the rituals that i do they are above and beyond what many of you would need to do and that is because i have gone on in my journey to become an adept initiate so feel free to Google that because every time I try to explain it, I somehow explain it even more confusing. But yeah, it's called being an adept initiate. And I plan to continue my spiritual journey and expansion so that I can help myself and help more people and ideally teach people or guide people one day too. So in terms of my rituals, I'm typically setting a circle around my house every morning. Um, and then I'm doing a little ritual to put a protective kind of circle around my energy and aura as well. As part of me becoming an adept initiate, I also had a huge increase in the light inside of my body and I'm able to um, kind of tap into that light energy and increase my vibration a little bit easier than I was before because of the increased light that I now have access to and can hold within my vessel, I have a seal on my crown chakra to protect me from any darker negative energies that try to tap in and suck my like life force and vital energy. So honestly, that shit's pretty cool now that I'm saying it out loud. So if you're maybe 
feeling stuck or stagnant in your spiritual journey and that's how you found this podcast, it was pretty incredible to go through that experience. So I would suggest it if you are needing something to kind of shake up your journey and reignite that passion within you. That's probably something I should touch on briefly is it is absolutely normal to start this journey with so much passion and excitement and you're just this sponge and you want to soak everything up and learn as much and read as much as possible. And then all of a sudden you're just plateaued and it's like there's no growth happening and you're just stuck. I was air quote stuck for years, but I was still living a super happy and fulfilled life because I had all of the basics and the foundations that we're working through together in place. So you don't always have to be on this radical journey where you are like constantly leveling up every single day and having breakthroughs every single day. You do not need that either. Your spiritual practice will always be here for you and have your back when you need it. Um, and sometimes it's a-okay for you to take a step away and just enjoy your life and not be working on that next thing. So do what feels right for you, okay? All right. Other things that I'm doing regularly in my spiritual practice today that continue to help me tap into that higher vibrational state and to increase that light so that I am able to manifest and attract the things that I want that match that frequency. Wow. I can't believe I'm actually talking in these words, but <laughs> uh, gratitude journaling regularly and not in the typical sense. What I'm doing is writing in a book every single day. It's just a couple of pages long and takes me about 10 minutes. And I write thank you statements. This is working better for me than anything I have ever practiced before when it comes to manifesting or gratitude. So listen up, homies. I literally go through and I write down statements such as thank you for my perfectly clear skin and my long, healthy hair neither of which I have exactly, but we're going for them, okay? And I write things in there like, thank you for the massive amounts of prosperity and positive abundance that flows to me and my husband every single day. Thank you for my pet's long and healthy life. Thank you for my strong, lean, pain-free, and perfectly functioning body. I even journal, thank you for the constant and obvious guidance and support that you bless me with each day. So as you see, it's kind of a mix of things that you already have that you appreciate, along with things that you do not yet have that you desire that you wish to attract into your life. So that is something I've started doing. My husband does it too. And I'm telling you, it is crazy. I started have, having cool shit happen right away, like within the first several days of me writing in that journal, because that is how you manifest. You literally ask and then it's received by the universe and then it's delivered to you. So like the reason it doesn't get delivered is because we have so much resistance or we have this underlying tone of unworthiness or we don't love ourselves enough. You name it. And that's what's kind of preventing these things to be delivered into your life. You're not really ready for them because your vibration does not match your desire. So that's why we're doing all of this work, you guys. So you can figure out how to easily get your vibration up to match your desire. So shit will just start to flow to you. And one of the best ways to do that is by gratitude journaling or having a gratitude practice. So 
you can copy what I'm doing or you can research your own. There's a ton of ideas out there. But for me personally, writing thank you statements as if they've already occurred are, is the easiest thing to do. And shit just started showing up in my life right away, like random checks in the mail, um, deals I was going to close at work and make some commission on like that I had that weren't even on my radar, you name it. So try that out. Something else that I do pretty regularly these days is I, I try to read to expand my awareness and my consciousness regularly. I try to suggest some of those most profound, life-changing books that have helped me throughout the different episodes in this podcast, um, and so I can keep those coming. I typically read like self-help or spiritual type of books or manifestation books. I'm wanting to learn how to improve my mindset, how to increase my vibration, how to attract the things I want, and so that's typically what I'm reading about. You don't have to read a ton, <clears throat> but you can read what, one chapter a day or like every other day at least? I'm not super stern with it, but just do a little, little bit of something, right? That'll help. And then I spend time in nature as often as possible. I will, luckily I live in Colorado, so I will be out in the mountains as often as I can exploring and hiking. I notice drastically if I do not make it out to hike, that I'm in a pretty shitty mood pretty quick and it's hard to shake. So do not underestimate the healing power of nature. And if you don't have anywhere like cool or pretty that you want to hike that's nearby your house, even if you live in an apartment, go outside and just put your bare feet in the grass. Like all you have to do is do that to kind of ground yourself and get at some of that nature. Or you can even just touch a tree, even just touching one finger to a tree like instantly grounds you. But just start to appreciate mother nature more, spend more time with her, spend more time smelling the fresh air, feeling how the sun and the wind feels on your skin, you name it, nature will help you on this journey in many ways. And it's going to be something that we bring up and talk about regularly. Here's one. I for the purpose of this podcast and for legal purposes, we'll say, do your own research. Do not trust anything I say. And this is my own personal experience. So this is not me giving advice to anybody. Do what is right for you. But I have personally found so much growth by harnessing the power of psilocybin to connect even more. On occasion, it's not something I do crazy. I might do it like once or twice a year where I drink a pretty potent tea and go on a pretty epic journey. <laughs> but every time I do, I come out of that with some insane growth, some amazing, incredible epiphanies. I'm talking things where I've been able to come to terms with aging. I've been able to come to terms with a death to where I do not even fear dying anymore. And if you've watched any of the documentaries about this stuff on Netflix, it seems to be a pretty common occurrence for people that do shrooms or like large doses of psilocybin tend to come out of this feeling that connectedness and feeling unafraid to pass on to the next life whenever that time comes. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many more messages I've gotten from it, like things that have carried through and helped me in my life every single day. And it's almost for me as if when I do psilocybin, it 
completely removes my ego. And so I am just myself or like I'm mostly connected to my highest power, I guess, is the best way to explain it. And I don't have that ego blocking me and confusing me and guiding me down the wrong paths and thought patterns. It's just straight up. I drink that tea and whatever happens next, it is all the truth. And it's the truth that I've been seeking and the truth that I have not understood. And it all makes sense. But then you know what's funny? As soon as you come back to your human brain and it wears off, you're like having a hard time even grasping some of these concepts. But when you're in it, you are like, this is the truth. And this is what I've always known to be true. So Take that for what it's worth. I love to do that on occasion. And then I usually microdose and will like go on some hikes and just take a little tiny bit, not to where I'm like seeing anything crazy, but my vision feels sharper and I definitely feel the connection to nature and I like love my life. And so I love some microdosing as well. Um, <clears throat> finally, something I do regularly and I'm going to do this weekend actually because I'm going to a concert with my sister. I'm going to see an energy healer as soon as I get back because guess what I didn't know until like two months ago when I started seeing her. Being in a place like that, like a, a concert venue with all of those people and all of that energy around you, you are just primed to pick up attachments or like pick up that negative energy and bring it back home with you. And I'm not saying you're picking up a demon that's like sucking your soul or possessing you, but I'm saying like a vibrational energy that it does not match you, that is not of this world, right, is like seeing your light and wanting to take some of it for itself so it can feel some of that life so it can feel what it's like to like to live again we do not want that okay because it's usually when you're getting sick or you have aches and pains in your body or you're like feeling shitty and crabby you're like what's wrong with me you might have something funky going on energetically so after being in a crowd with all of those people listening to some like emo shit which we're going to see silverstein and so like half of their music is just extremely depressive and like suicidal half the time. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people with some fucked up feelings in that crowd screaming to those songs. And I need to be able to cleanse that and like recalibrate my own energy after that experience. Not to mention I'm going on a flight both ways to, to go there. So just like the stress of that. An energy healer is going to be your best friend, especially as you get further into your spiritual journey and you don't really understand like if you have an attachment or not, and like if you need to be cleansed or not, like the more that you can build this relationship and go see this person, the better. I tend to go, I mean, at first I was going like once a month or maybe even more frequently. And now I just go when I have a need arise. And so do some research, see who's near you. And of course, if you have actual questions or, or need any like tips on that, you can write in to regretproofwithjesse at gmail.com. Um, okay, hopefully that was the right email address. That would suck, wouldn't it? Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. So we've talked through high level, like what spirituality is. We've talked through why it's important to bring along with you on your personal growth journey. And I've shared a little bit about my own personal experience. So what are some tips and strategies that you can start to practice on your own right away? First is that you can start with self-reflection. So what does spirituality mean to you? What 
sort of response do you have to the thought of exploring spirituality? These are all things that you can journal about if you're a writer and it comes out that way, or you can even record yourself on a voice memo, just kind of free flowing and talking this out with yourself, right? But when I talk about what sort of a response does your body have to the thought of exploring spirituality, just pay attention. Like, do you have tightness in your chest or do you have butterflies, right? Do you have a pit in your stomach or do you feel electric with excitement? Like, pay attention and note that. Um, what's the name that you can give this higher power? We talked about that earlier. Find something that works for you and what's a way that you can connect with this higher power? Like how can you tap into it when you need to? So spend a little bit of time reflecting on that and then start to try some different practices and see what's going to work right for you. Meditation is something we talked about, but you can also do things like chanting. You can do dancing. Dancing is a great way to raise your vibration. And I actually come home from the gym every morning. I know that I've weakened my vibration because I get Starbucks on the way home from the gym. And I'll typically smoke a little bit after that hard workout. And so that has like lowered my light and that has lowered my vibration. So I get home and I play like some Beat Saber on my VR headset or the Supernatural game. And I'm actually having fun and dancing and like raising my vibration back up and getting exercise but you can like put on whatever music you want and like just free flow dance and jump around and move that energy in your body you can accomplish connection with your spirituality and growth through prayer through yoga through walking in nature or hiking in nature and just really being present to all of the sounds and smells and sights you could go to sound baths, which is something that I regularly do and I fucking love. If you can find a good one, go, okay? Just Google sound bath near me and you should be able to find one. A lot of yoga studios put them on. I love ones where they have big ass gongs and like a didgeridoo and you just lay down on some pillows and blankets and they just play all of these sounds and frequencies and it vibrates your whole body and it like cleanses you and... It's like basically an hour-long sound meditation. It is so worth it. If you have any angel cards or tarot cards, you can play with those. I leaned on angel cards so heavy in my early journey. I would pull one every single morning as part of my meditation and gratitude practice just to kind of ask and understand what is it that I need to know today. And so just find one or find a few of these that work for you and start to incorporate it into your daily or weekly life and just go and build from there. And if that sounds too much, like literally just start once a week. If you're like, okay, that's too overwhelming, but I commit to meditating and doing some yoga every single Sunday, just start there. That's all you got to do is just start. You don't have to do it all. And just find what's right for you and recycle things over time. In and out. I would highly suggest reading or listening to podcasts or books about spirituality. That is one of the ways that I learned so much in my early years. Um, I'm, you're already doing great, honestly, by listening to this episode. And then there's tons more content out there from amazing creators when it comes to spirituality, your mindset, and and self-growth, right? So find what you like and add that to your bag. 
in terms of books, though, we talked about Jen Sincero's book, uh, specifically the chapter on the G word is a great resource if you're uncomfortable with the word God or any sort of organized religious trauma that may be creeping up and blocking you from being able to go on this journey. Uh, find an energy healer or a Reiki practitioner. Find a local metaphysical shop and explore what they have or even just stripe up conversation with the owners. You can learn a lot there and even start to dabble in with crystals and stuff and just find what you like there. Just start to explore and be curious and have fun with it. And then y'all are so lucky because my friends and high shamanic priestess who adept initiated me is named Jessie Meany. Her last name is spelled M-I-N-I and her first name is J-E-S-S-I if you Google her. Um, she has a ton of super helpful resources on her YouTube page for if you're just getting started or perhaps even starting over with your spiritual journey. And she has taught me a ton of stuff that I am now teaching you. So go check her out as well. Finally, you could join a community or group that shares your beliefs. So Facebook groups, super easy to find if there's any local groups that you can join or even virtual groups of people that have, you know, similar interests or on a spiritual journey. Look for any local meetups through that meetup app if you want to actually connect with people in real life. And honestly, yoga studios are the best for this type of shit because yoga is completely rooted in spirituality. So if you've just been doing yoga because it feels good on your body, there's an entire nother side of it to explore. And so anybody that owns a yoga studio is going to probably be pretty proficient in spirituality and can be a great resource, potential mentor for you. Just make sure whatever you do, be open-minded, be curious, and just keep following those breadcrumbs. Okay. So explore spirituality in your own way and at your own pace, you guys. You don't have to do it all. This is a personal journey. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And what I've shared with you today are all things that have worked for me, but what works for me might not be the thing that works for you. So go forth and explore. That is it for today. Make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. If you have any questions, suggestions, or a super cool story to share about your own transformation, email me at regretproofwithjesse at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be talking about overcoming fear and resistance. So we'll be diving into things like overcoming common fears and understanding the resistance that holds people back. I'll talk through my personal experience. We'll revisit the concept of the saboteur and learn that fear is just information. And I'll offer up some tips and strategies for facing and overcoming fear and resistance. Signing off for now, homies. Keep it real, keep going, and keep creating. You're in charge and you get to decide what your life looks like. Okay, bye. Yeah.